All right, welcome back to the Find Your 20 Coaching Insights Show. I'm your host, Mark Sierkrop. And if you're a business owner who's looking for more focus, more profits, and more time, then you've come to the right place because this is the show where I share the top insights from recent coaching sessions that I've had with my clients to help you throw out the 80% that's holding you back so that you can build a business that you actually love owning and a lifestyle that you're excited about. But before we get started today, I want to share today's featured resource. And this resource, I'm featuring this because it's close to Christmas time, which means that there's gifts. And if you need to get a gift for yourself or for a loved one, or if you need a way to uh, take care of some extra revenue for the year, this is something that I highly, highly recommend. It is my Remarkable tablet. It's a Remarkable 2. And this thing, I know I've talked about it before, but it has completely changed the way I do business. I, I keep all of my notes on here with all my coaching clients so that I can go back and find them quickly. I take all of my notes from calls and webinars and um, events. All of my notes are on there for that. I have my, my calendar, my planner on there. Um, I still use Google Calendar, but I have my, my planner on here. Um, I use it for reading PDFs. Um, as a matter of fact, I, uh, I just downloaded all of the, the available back issues of the No BS Marketing newsletter, um, which I get every month in the mail. I downloaded the old ones. I put them on my Remarkable, and now I can go through and mark them up, uh, make notes, read them directly from the Remarkable. And the really cool thing about it is, first off, we all know that actually writing something helps you remember it better. So I love being able to still take handwritten notes, but also have them in a digital format that I can email to myself. I can, I can add them to Google Drive. I can send them to other people. As a matter of fact, I do that with my clients a lot. Uh, we'll, we'll, I'll take notes and stuff, and then I can send them the notes that I've taken. Or if I draw something out, I can send that to them. Um, I also use it to review documents for my clients. You know, I'll pull it up on Zoom. I'll screen share on Zoom. And then I will screen share um, and share my Remarkable onto my computer and then record that. And I'll walk through and talk through reviewing their, their document with them. So I'll underline and highlight and make notes. And it's like that. It's like we're sitting together going through that document. So it's really, really awesome. It's a fantastic resource, a fantastic tool. So if you're looking for something to gift yourself this holiday season, or if you know someone that would love one, or if you just need to get rid of some extra revenue uh, to help on taxes for the year, I would recommend that you go to findyour20.com forward slash remarkable and get yours today. It's awesome. And if you go through that link, you will save $40 on purchasing your Remarkable. So I highly recommend it. Again, findyour20.com forward slash remarkable to get your Remarkable tablet today. And you can see all of my resources, as always, by going to findyour20.com forward slash my best resources. Now, today, I've got three things that I want to talk about with you, and these are things that came up through coaching sessions and interactions with people in the last week. The first one that I want to share with you is the importance of creating a system for follow-up. I was talking to a client. Uh, her enrollment kind of ebbs and flows. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's education-based, so there's a lot during the, uh, you know, the fall when everybody's starting school. Uh, there's another kind of ebb, or that be flow? I guess it'd be flow. Another uh, higher enrollment time right at the beginning of the year. And so there's this, there's this kind of ebb and flow. And we were talking about how to get the enrollments for the beginning of the year. And we said, well, we can follow up with the people that you've had consults with, that you've talked to, that have been interested in the past. And 
as we had that conversation, I said, really what we need to do is we need to create a system so that they're always consistently being followed up with. So that when somebody has a conversation with you, it automatically triggers. And when I say automatically, it may not be an automatic thing, but there's a process, there's a system in place where two weeks later, they get followed up with. Two weeks after that, they get followed up with. And creating that system so that you don't have these consults and these potential students going for three months without any interaction with you. And then you reach back out again and say, hey, is, is your child ready to start now? You want to be able to nurture and create that system for follow-up. And my encouragement to you would be whichever business you're in, make sure there's follow-up. Make sure that there's always follow-up, that you don't miss out on that following up. I think a lot of times we feel awkward about it. We feel like we're bothering people. But the fact of the matter is, if you believe that your product, process, system, whatever helps your clients, and I hope you do, then it behooves you to follow up with them until they say, it's not for me, it's not right, this isn't the right time, or they buy. As a matter of fact, just recently in the Hidden 20 podcast, uh, the, the Hidden 20 Audio Mastermind, I went through all of Dan Kennedy's set, or 10 rules for, for marketing. And let's see, rule number six is there will be follow-up. And he essentially says, he goes as far as to say, it's almost criminal for you to not follow up with people that want your product. You should follow up until they say no or they say yes. And so creating that follow-up system, creating that process so you can follow up with anybody you interact with is extremely, extremely important. And here's the really cool thing. Like I was talking with this client, even if it's not automated per se, you can automate it in a way because like I told her, I said, you have a conversation with somebody and then you essentially, you can schedule all those emails. Most email systems allow you to schedule emails. I know Gmail does for sure. And so you could go in write the email that you want to use to follow up with them in three weeks, schedule it for three weeks from today, and it's ready to go. Now, if they end up saying, yes, let's buy, you can go in and delete that email, but it's already scheduled. So if you don't have a conversation with them, you've already got the follow-up there. But figure out what that process is. Figure out the process for following up with somebody until they either say yes and they buy or they say, no, I'm not interested. That is the key. And you set up that follow-up by letting them know, hey, is it okay if I follow up with you? You know, it seems like this is something that you're considering. I want to make sure that I follow up with you so that if it's something that you want to do that I don't drop the ball and you miss out on it because of me, is it okay if I follow up with you? And if you ask for that permission in the front end, then it's not awkward when you follow up because you told them you were going to follow up. As a matter of fact, it's more awkward if you don't follow up because you told them you were going to. So it allows you to follow up without feeling weird. So create a system for your follow-up. The second thing I want to talk about today is I've had three or four clients ask me about this. It's that time of year where various people in your industry might be doing a giveaway of sorts. And typically what they'll do is they'll reach out to a bunch of their friends, ask their friends to chip in and, and share a, a PDF or an ebook or some other resource in the giveaway and then promote that giveaway. And the idea is that everybody gets the benefit of people opting in, of people getting in front of their, or seeing their stuff, and everybody grows their list. And that is valuable. And I will say that they do grow your list. Here's the thing. And, and the, the thing I want to address today is the question of, does it make sense to participate in a giveaway? I would say yes, with this caveat. You have to understand that a lot of the people, not all of them, but a lot of the people 
that opt in for giveaways are people that are looking for free stuff. They're looking for free stuff. And so many of them, not all of them, many of them may not be good buyers because they're not that client. They're the people that are looking for deals. They're looking for cheap things. They're looking for free resources. Some people just want that. And that's cool. That's fine. You need to understand that up front. You need to understand that a certain number of people are only going to be there just to get your free thing. And then they'll either opt out or unsubscribe, or they're just never going to buy. So understand that to begin with. My recommendation is that you take that list of people from a giveaway and you keep them separate for a couple of weeks. And you really start to warm them up. You send them a few emails. You send them, I would say, two to three emails a week for those two weeks. Because here's what you want to do. You want to push them off the fence. <laughs> and I, I say that kind of tongue in cheek, but seriously, we kind of want to. If they're going to unsubscribe, we want them to do it right away. Before they get on our full list, before we spend a lot of time marketing to them, just if all you wanted was my free thing, take my free thing and get off my list. You know, get off my lawn, <laughs> that kind of idea. So if you email them two or three times with value, things that are beneficial to them, if they don't want emails from you, they're going to unsubscribe. They got their free thing. Now they're going to unsubscribe. Great. No problem. The other thing that I recommend that you do is that you offer, like you sell them something within those first two weeks, because again, we want them to know that there are things for sale. And if that's going to offend them, if they're going to be upset that we're promoting something to them, we want them off our list. We don't want them. They're not of value to us as a customer, and we don't want them on our list. So I would, within those two weeks, sell something to them. Have a sales sequence of two or three or four emails where you're selling a product to them. It may be a lower price product. I'm not saying you have to sell your high, high ticket product to them right then, but sell something to them. Because again, we want to push them off the fence. We want them to either decide I'm in, I'm on this list, I want to be here, or I don't want to be here. And I want them to unsubscribe before the end of those two weeks. As a matter of fact, the very last email that I would recommend sending before you move them to your, your regular list would be an email essentially saying, hey, you signed up for a giveaway. If you don't want to be on my list, if this is not of interest to you, if you're only looking for the free thing, totally understand, no problem. Here's your opportunity to unsubscribe. You can unsubscribe right now. No hard feelings. Click this link. Again, we want to make sure that they want to be there. If they don't want to be there, let's get them off the list. So to answer the question, does it make sense to participate in a giveaway? If it's your ideal clients, sure. I think you can, but I think you have to address and you have to approach the people you get from a giveaway differently than somebody that would just get come because of your lead magnet or because they listened to your podcast or read your blog. You want to treat them a little bit differently and you want to make sure that they're committed to being on the list. Now, if they stay through that whole thing, through the promotion, through the emails, through you saying, hey, if you're, if you're not interested, it's okay. Feel free to unsubscribe. If they stay through all that, move them to the list. Great. No problem. But you can do that to negate the people that get the free thing and then want to immediately unsubscribe. Just get them out of the way immediately before you add them to your list. All right. The final thing, the final thing I want to share with you. I'm recording this a week, a week, two weeks. Two weeks after Thanksgiving, I think. And I had a conversation. It was during one of my group calls with my clients. And one of my clients said that they had done their first Black Friday sale. And they were really excited about it. They were excited leading into it. And they said, you know, I was actually a little bit uh, bummed. I didn't get as many sales as I thought I would. And when they said that, I said, okay, well, let's put into perspective a couple of things. I said, first off, 
remember that everybody and their dog has a Black Friday deal. So there's a lot of people marketing to everyone at that point in time. I got a lot of emails. Some of them I read, some of them I didn't. There's a lot of noise. As a matter of fact, you'll notice that a lot of the bigger companies are actually extending out their Black Friday deals up to a week, two weeks, even three weeks before Black Friday. Why? Because they're trying to get away from the noise of that single day. They're trying to get away from everybody marketing at the same time. You know, I was getting notifications and I saw ads and uh, popped up in the, the app for Walmart like three weeks before. Black Friday deals for days, they called it. So obviously it was, it was extending out. So we need to realize that everybody and their dog and their mother is promoting during Black Friday. And so a lot of times it's hard to, to push through that noise. The other thing that came up, and this was one of my other students that mentioned this, and she sees this because of the industry she's in, which is a lot of the products that are promoting Black Friday, um, a lot of physical products and those types of things. She said, you have to remember and, and, and question whether it even makes sense, because a lot of the big companies, they're selling those as a loss leader to get you in the store and to get you to buy other things. So they can do that because they have huge budgets and they can have those in initial purchases be loss leaders because you're going to buy a bunch of other stuff and they can average it out over all of their customers and make quite a bit of money on it. But here's what I told my client. I said, I want you to remember that you've done all this work now and you have all these assets. You've created this bundle. You've created the page. You've created the emails. I said, if people can do Christmas in July, you know, you always hear about that Christmas in July. People can do Christmas in July. You can do Black Friday in March. That's what I said. I said, if people can do Christmas in July, you can do Black Friday in March. And my point was, you have all these assets. Run that promotion again, anytime during the year. There is no government mandate that requires you to only do sales on Black Friday. There's no mandate. You can do it whenever you want. You can promote and have a deal, have an offer, have a sale, anytime you want. So create another day that nobody else is using. Create a day, decide on a day where you can do a flash sale, two or three days, where you can make a crazy offer. Call it Black Friday in March if you want. I don't care. I give you that one. You can have that one. But use that to promote. Here's what you need in order to make a sale like that, to, to offer a sale. You need a reason. That's all you need. And guess what? It doesn't even have to be a good reason. You just need a reason. The reason could be, hey, there was a lot of noise during Black Friday. So I decided I was going to do Black Friday in March. So for the next two days, you can get this, 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 this for this deal. Happy Black Friday in March. You could do that. Um, you know, if there's anything I've learned from furniture stores, it's that you can make a sale for anything. Who knew that you could have sales for Columbus Day? <laughs> you know, it's like they whatever day there is that it's their Columbus Day sale. Like they they use all of those things as an excuse for a sale. And as consumers, all we need is a reason they're having that sale. And we don't even have to think it's that crazy because guess what? If I'm looking for a new couch and the furniture store downtown is having a Columbus Day sale, I'll probably go down and look because I can save some money. Happy Columbus Day. You know, it's, it, it doesn't matter. You can have a sale because uh, your, your child graduated from kindergarten. You could have a sale because... Um, you got your tax return. Eh, people are using that one more, so maybe not that one, but you could. You could have a sale because, I don't know, your son got into Harvard. Like any of these things can be a sale. You can have a sale because it's your anniversary or your birthday. Whatever it is, just have a reason and you can create that sale and use those same assets that you used on Black Friday 
in a time when not everybody else is promoting, which gives you more of your clients' attention. So remember, if they can do Christmas in July, you can do Black Friday in March. I give you permission. You don't need permission, but I give it to you if you need it. So as a, as a recap today, we talked about creating a system for following up with potential clients. We talked about whether it makes sense for you to participate in a giveaway of some sort. And we also talked about how if there's Christmas in July, you can do Black Friday in March, which of course means that you don't need to do all of your sales on the same day everybody else does. You can do a sale for whatever, whenever you want, for whatever reason you want, because that's your prerogative as a business owner. So I want to thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for um, participating in this podcast. And if you haven't yet, make sure you grab a copy of my book, Find Your 20, by going to findyour20.com forward slash grab your copy. And we'll get one dropped in the mail to you ASAP. It costs less. You pay the shipping and handling. The shipping and handling is less than what you pay to get it from Amazon. And by the way, when you get the book, there's also an opportunity to share one with somebody else. I don't say that very often, so shh, don't tell anybody. But that could be a good Christmas gift. You know, I, I'll drop one in the mail for a friend that you know or a colleague that you know. I'll tell them it's from you, that it's a gift from you. So when you get the book, you do have that opportunity too. But you have to get yours first. So go to uh, findyour20.com forward slash grab your copy, get your copy today. And as always, please leave a rating and review for the podcast. It helps other people to find and enjoy the podcast themselves. So until next time, get out there and chase your dreams.